Hey, it's Mike Slater in San Diego filling in for the great Bill O'Reilly. It's Thursday, July 28th, 2022. You're listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Republicans ask Joe Biden to take a cognitive test. One in five adults condone violence against the government. Most journalists say both sides of a story do not deserve equal coverage. And a survey ranks the poorest places in the nation. Also coming up, the message of the day. But first, at least 50 House Republicans demanding Joe Biden take a mental fitness test. The legislators sending the request directly to the White House wrote the lawmakers, quote, we again write to you to express concern with your current cognitive state and to urge you to submit to a cognitive test immediately. All presidents should follow the example set by former President Trump to document and demonstrate sound mental abilities. I don't think Joe Biden, it's just me, I don't think Joe Biden makes it much longer past the midterms. A survey from the University of California finds 20% of the public believes violence against the federal government can be justified under some circumstances. A whopping 7% say they would kill another person to advance a political goal. According to respondents, biggest factors behind the anti-government rhetoric, denial of personal freedoms, infringements on the Second Amendment, and religious persecution. A poll from Pew Research revealing a massive rift between the media and the public. 76% of Americans believe the press should strive to give both sides of the story. But only 44% of journalists agree with that. A whopping 55% of reporters say alternative opinions do not deserve equal coverage. Your opinion does not deserve equal coverage. This ties in perfectly to what we're going to talk about in the final segment of the O'Reilly Update. Analysts blame the gap on where journalists live. Nine in 10 national correspondents reside in New York City or Washington, D.C. They've never been 20 miles outside of those cities in the rest of this country. A report from the World Population Review ranks the poorest cities in America. The places are judged by three factors, number of residents living in poverty, average income, and the unemployment rate. The bottom five starts with Rochester, New York, followed by Dayton, Ohio, Detroit, Michigan, Cleveland, Ohio, and the poorest city in America, Hartford, Connecticut. The average income in Hartford is $21,000. The message of the day, we're going to go to Los Angeles and talk about their new mask mandate, but with a twist, moments away. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. 
Hey, this is Mike Slater filling for Bill O'Reilly. Now it's time for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. The Los Angeles 6th Street Viaduct. It's this big bridge road going across the city of Los Angeles. It opened just a week ago. Huge fanfare. It's supposed to be the new icon structure of the city of Los Angeles. And it's already been trashed. And the LA Times frames it as fun. $600 million. And it's all spray painted. There's been drag races and people doing donuts, leaving tire marks everywhere. And the bridge has been shut down four times in the last five days. Just hundreds of people taking it over for stunts and everyone watching and just shutting down the bridge. A city council member said, this is the first bridge built in the Instagram era in Los Angeles. And as we've seen, people will do anything in the pursuit of going viral. It's been great to see people enjoying their bridge over the last week. From cool TikToks to stunning photos, the bridge is a lifeline connecting Angelinos to opportunity, family, and the future. <laughs> yeah, drag racing and burnouts, connecting Angelinos to opportunity, family, and the future. But here's why I bring this up. I'm not doing this to, you know, be a lame square. Oh, kids these days, respect the bridge, you youth. Obey the rules. That's not my point. Because I'm not a rule follower. By nature. I say drag race all day long for all I care. Your city's in the toilet already. What's a few more skid marks? People of LA, they want this, uh, they want this bridge to be grunge. That's how they view their city. It's like their rebel style. It's grunge. Too, too cool for school grunge. Fine, whatever. But where was that revolutionary spirit all through COVID? When the government was telling you to put your mask on, as by the way in LA, they're doing again. When the government was telling you to put your mask on, shut down your business, keep you from seeing your family, keep your kids out of school. Where were you? Where was that revolutionary spirit then? I don't get it. Where'd it go? The city builds this brand new bridge, $600 million. And the first thing you do is ruin it. The first thing you do is stick your middle finger at the politicians who built it. Fine. Where was that when Gavin Newsom told you, you can't go to a restaurant or your favorite your nightclub got shut down? Where's that same middle finger? Why didn't you drag race all over all the COVID decrees? Why didn't you do wheelies and spinouts all over the mayor of LA telling you you can't leave your house? And I said the same thing about New Yorkers. Supposedly, the toughest people in America don't mess with New York. Unless you're Bill de Blasio and he says you can't leave your house. In which case, all the New Yorkers castrated themselves and obeyed orders. You know, there's signs all over New York that says, you know, if you honk your horn, you get a fine. Right? Which means people used to be constantly honking their horns all the time. Hurry up, get out of the way, right? Nonstop. Right? You go to a restaurant, you better hurry up and make your order. The soup Nazi is going to kick you out if you don't hurry up. But with COVID, oh, yes, sir. Whatever you say, health department. What happened to our cities? We used to be tough. Now we're all tripping over ourselves to obey orders from Tony Fauci. What in the world is happening? So listen, people of Los Angeles, spray paint your bridge. Spray paint, burnout, drag race, fornicate, defecate, urinate, do whatever you want. But please be consistent. Take that same revolutionary spirit and apply it to COVID. All of LA County is going to be forced to wear a mask again. It's July 2022. I'll tell you, Los Angelinos, someone tells you to wear a mask, tell them to meet you at the 6th Street Viaduct. We'll race for it. Winner take all. Newsom versus the people in a street race. Let's shut the bridge down for a good cause. Coming up next, something you might not know after this.
Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Hey, this is Mike Slater filming for Bill O'Reilly. Now it's time for something you might not know. I've always said that the single last remaining cultural institution in this country that is controlled by conservatives is what? What is it? What's the last part of our culture that's run by conservatives? Some people guess NASCAR. Nope, they're woke. They kicked the governor of Texas off being the grand marshal because he wasn't pro-gay enough or something. And then they tweeted out the trans flag. Medical school? Nah, med school students spend more time learning about how men can give birth than women. Not even the military. There's a purge going on in our military. There was a report of the Navy, Navy readiness last year or so. And they said morale is so low because they spend all their time on sexual harassment training and gender pronoun training and not on how to win wars. This is intentionally done to make life miserable and intolerable for those in the military, especially conservatives. They know they're not welcome there. So they put their head down, finish out their last few years, retire and get out. The military's woke and the left loves it, of course. There is not a single cultural institution in our country left that is owned by conservatives, except for one. Now, not the Boy Scouts. You saw them marching at pride parades with mostly girls. What do you got? The church? No. Can't even count on the church for being conservative. So what do we got left? I got one. AM talk radio. And guess who's getting in the game? George Soros. Two radio stations went up for sale recently in Miami. Now, usually no one cares. Radio stations get sold all the time. The company's actually selling 18 radio stations in 10 different markets. But the two in question are AM talk radio stations in Miami. They broadcast in Spanish. They, have conserv- they had conservative radio hosts. A bunch of the hosts left after George Soros took over ownership. Why did George Soros do this? Is he trying to make a killing in AM radio? No. It's the same reason Soros has spent hundreds of millions of dollars on district attorney races across the country in order to elect woke DAs. DAs, those races, they're cheap. And DAs have a ton of influence and a ton of discretion, way more than congressmen do. And he's doing the same thing for AM Talk Radio. He's got a net worth of $8 billion. And he knows that this station, the one you're listening to right now, has a ton of influence. It's the last cultural institution in our country that's controlled by conservatives for now. So you got to fight for your talk radio station. The far left is coming for it. More coming up. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you, Bill O'Reilly, for letting me fill in again. And thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update, MikeSlater.Locals.com. We'll be back tomorrow.